Welcome to Episodes of Television, recording on my phone yet again because my regular equipment is not wanting to work right. I can record on my microphone, yet there is absolutely zero sound through playback. That is through regular speakers, through headphones, um, headphones through the mic. It's not giving me any sort of sound through playback and it's driving me up a wall. So I will record through the Anchor app, which has not let me down, but I've only used it one other time. The only downfall is if it runs over an hour, then I have to do a separate recording and combine them. And this time I'm going to try to um, try to edit it as much as possible. Um, the last podcast I did, it went fairly well, but this one, I may need to go in and edit. I don't know yet. <clears throat> All right. So continuing through, um, I already forgot the show that I've been doing for the last, I don't know, year and a half. Um, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> Continuing through Ed, Ed and Eddie, um, I'm going to be doing the first half of season three. Or, oh my gosh, I am out of my mind. I am not going back to season three. <laughs> season five. Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. Wow. I I I switched shifts about a month and a half ago. And it's ruined my my time, my dates, and now it's making me want to jump backward in time and go through part of the podcast again, or part of the series again. No, I am starting the first half of season five. I Man, I feel really stupid right now. I hate my brain sometimes. So when I was looking at these episodes, I I bought the series through iTunes, and they have episodes listed differently than in IMDb, and I just went, you know, in order of what I had for so many episodes. Um, and on IMDb, it's got episodes listed separately. It's really weird. Like there's a two-parter that I'm covering, and then, so that's listed individually, then it's like a 15-minute listed individually, another 15-minute listed individually. But if you look at the other seasons in um, in IMDb, you see that it'll say like episode title slash episode title. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why they changed it up for season five. That doesn't make any sense to me, because I don't think that's how it aired. I, I really don't think that's how it aired. I don't remember, though, because that was 2005-ish, I think. I think it was, like, late 2005, like, November, October, November. Um, Let me see if I can... Yay, I can move apps. I thought that would cancel out the recording. Alright, so I'll be covering episodes such as Out With The Old, In With The Ed, 
Mission Ed possible, every which way but Ed. Boom, boom, out goes the Ed. Cleanliness is next to Edness. I am curious, Ed. No speak to Ed. Cool hand, Ed. Too smart for his own Ed. Pick an Ed. Who's minding the Ed? This won't hurt Ned. And truth or Ed. <clears throat> Those are all the titles. Um, Like I said, I'm going to go through the IMDb order. Or not the IMDb order, the um the iTunes order. Because, like, the first one I cover is number five in IMDb's list. And it makes sense because it was the first, or it was the fifth one aired, but it was the first one produced. Little behind the scenes knowledge. Very little of that. Ooh, um... There's two Easter eggs, and I should have wrote a note for one of them, but I'll just have to remember to cover that when I get to it. <clears throat> Jumping into Out with the Ed, In with the Ed. Now, this is the two-parter, and what can I say? I mean, it's... I was thinking about last podcast when I uh, I got all excited at the end of the season four finale. I was like, oh my gosh, what if this was the end? And, you know, I like lost my mind for a minute. If that was true, we wouldn't have these episodes. And they're, some are fairly decent. Some of them, it was like they weren't even trying when they made it. This one was not too bad. Um, this is where the Eds and the cul-de-sac kids and even the cankers go back to school. So Double D does a going back to school simulation. He's going through his house. He's flipping switches. He's turning things. And then he's like going into like hidden areas of the house. Like he... On his staircase, there's like a rug on the stairs, but it rolls up and you see that there's just a hole there. Like, how does that even happen? And we see that he gets a briefcase and he gets a tie and it's like a house coat kind of thing. It's like a sweater, but it looks like a house coat. He gets to his closet to see all of his supplies and he's looking everywhere and he says, I forgot the paper clips. Yes, those those darned, very elusive paper clips. And he looks over at his calendar and he sees that it's July. Now, what in the heck is this timeline? The theory states that it go that the series goes over the course of one year, from like spring, summer to the next spring or summer. If I had to guess, I'd say summer. In season four, his calendar says June. And now it's July, but it's time for school. School doesn't start in July. When I went to school, it started in August. But I'm old. Then we see Kevin and Rolf outside. They're having a water balloon fight. Uh, Johnny and Plank are whiz-wazzing back from... I forget what season that was. Um, I have to look that up now. I think it's season three. Um, if only I can re remember the name of the, uh, the episode. Um, uh, hold on a second. Let me find it. 
Um, no, that's not it. Um, that's not it. Maybe it's season one. No, that's not it. Here it is, season one. It's Way Ed. The fat episode. Yeah, he's whizwazzing from... I never realized that reference was that old. Wow, that's a, that's another reference. A season one reference. Um, then we have Sarah and Jimmy. They're playing in a sprinkler. As is Danny. Eddie has a barbecue scam going. And he tells, he tells Ed that he needs more hamburgers. So <laughs> Ed goes and he gets two giant tractor tires that are, they're probably from Rolf, let's be real. And he takes it behind this like curtain thing and then we see that Eddie's got burger shaped pieces of tire that he's putting on a grill. Gross, no. He, he's wanting the kids to eat. Eat rubber. Eat, eat tires. Double D uncovers the truth about everything. Because he sees this cord and he's like a heating, a heating unit. And he sees that there's all these like vents around. He sees that leaves have been painted. And then turns out. Eddie is faking summer because if summer doesn't end, school doesn't start. School doesn't start. Eddie can scam kids forever. Now, here's the downfall with this theory. Eventually, it's going to snow. I mean, you can't get around snow. can't get around Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. You can't get around that just because of the weather. So rain starts, and it foils Eddie's plans for his perpetual summer. And all the kids are aware that, man, it really cooled off, and something's not quite right. It's really dark. Rain's coming down pretty hard, and the kids are like, I forget what happens because I've watched so much and cramped so much into my brain this time over the course of, like, five hours. That's an estimate. We find out that Eddie stole everyone's calendars, and it's actually sep- it's September, and school starts tomorrow. All the kids go in a panic. Uh, they're like, Double D's got stuff. He's always got stuff. He's the school guy. They all go to Double D's house. Rolf takes an axe to the front door. The kids go in. They raid Double D's house, and they leave. Double D has nothing. Nothing left. And Double D says, Ed, your parents gave you a coupon for school supplies. Please let me have it. And he begs and pleads for Ed to give him the coupon. Ed uses the coupon to floss. But he does give in and he uses it for Double D. Now what I'm about to say is not going to make any sense at all. Because Ed went into a shop with his coupon to get school supplies. And he brings out a giant bag of pancake batter mix, a urinal, a stepladder, and a pencil that's been chewed up. Like, there are like, like he bit parts of the pencil out, like, like that kind of chewed up. And then night falls and Eddie is attempting a water slide scam at night. Ed and Eddie go down the slide 
Then the slide falls apart, falls on top of them. And there they wait until morning in the wreckage of the water slide. Rolf is coming by. Well, this isn't revealed just yet. Um, the, the pile starts moving. Um, and we see that Double Days with Rolf on a wagon. And all of this debris from the scam is on the back of a cart. <laughs> and Double D has uh, clothes for Eddie and Ed in his briefcase, which makes no sense. Especially what happens later. So we see all the kids are going to school. Um, Kevin's on his bike giving Naz a ride. I think Johnny was on a scooter. Rolf puts a lock, like a padlock, around that um, that bike rack where you park your bicycle. Uh, but around that and then Victor's leg. <laughs> like, what the heck? So there's uh, homeroom postings. What did I write? Oh, I, sometimes I can't read my own writing. Um, and we see that, I think it's Kevin, Naz, and Rolf are all together again, but the Eds have been split up. And we see that Double D has all kinds of files in his briefcase as he pulls like a filing cabinet drawer out of the briefcase for all these files. He has clothes in there. He's got like a filing cabinet drawer in there full of files. He's got his school supplies in there. Is Double D secretly like a spy for the schools or something? They give him like all this like weird stuff. And we see the cankers come up and the cankers are all together. We also find out that Eddie will be all alone with the cankers in homeroom. When I mean home all alone, he will not have any of his friends. And something I noticed when um, they were looking, or Double D was looking at school postings, there's all these different names. And there was Danny on there, Danny Antonucci, the, the creator, the director, you know, him. And they had all these other names. And, like, I could tell instinctively that these were, like, names of people in the credits, you know, like, production assistants and producers, directors, you know. Everybody that puts the work in on it. We see that the cankers are decorating the janitor's closet because they need a place to play hooky throughout the year. Double D makes a um, a deal with the cankers that they'll trade places in exchange for something. And I believe as Lee says, we'll trade places if you, the Eds, announce us, the cankers, as your girlfriends. Eddie comes out. Have you seen my my girlfriend Lee Kanker? Ed is dressed up as May, and May is dressed up as Ed. And he's like, "I love May." And then Double D is giving Marie a piggyback ride, and he is like being forced to the ground under her weight because they did that. True to their word, Kankers signed the slip and wrote the room number. So the ads are going to this room, room number 212. I don't know if that's a reference to anything. When they get there, it doesn't look like a standard classroom. There's mirrors, there's sinks, stall. They're in a bathroom. Come to find out, they're in the girls' room. They're not supposed to be in there. And here are the cankers all dressed up as teachers. 
and tell the students, the heads, to take a seat. Marie and May go after Double D and Ed. I'm trying to keep the name straight. Eddie says he's going to tell teacher. But Lee's the teacher here. So then Eddie goes into the stall. And Lee does. So six people are in this stall. And the episode ends with the cankers kissing the Eds. As they usually do. That is the Eds back at school. I am going to do this this episode of the podcast a little bit differently. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and give the quote with the episode. Marie says, she's dumber than a truck tire, I swear. And May says, I love truck tires. And they were talking about um, May, of course. All right. These really shouldn't take too long because... You're probably hearing me flip the pages and stuff, and I don't know if I can edit that stuff out. I don't know. I will find out when I try to do all this. Um, some of these episodes have more notes than others, so I guess let's just keep going. And uh, whatever happens, happens. Alright, so this one is Mission Ed Possible. It's report card day. See, now it kind of makes sense that I did do this one first. Because if I started with Mission Ed Possible, it would be like, report card day. But we didn't know they went back to school. I am glad I did that one first. So report card day. Rolf is worried. Because I don't know how long Rolf has been over in... Over here from his old country. But. It's like he still doesn't grasp certain things. Like the English language. Or uh, he got a D in typing. Yeah, Kevin kind of spills the beans on that one. Um, Ed and Eddie. Like all the kids have theirs. and But Ed and Eddie are having theirs hand delivered. And. Eddie says by some backstab or some rat. And we come to find out that that backstabber, that rat, is none other than Double D. Big surprise. So, Eddie is able to get a hold of his report card, and he's attempting to change the grades. But Double D fools them. I think he gave them a fake report card. And then he is running around. And he's saved by the bell, literally, because it's time for math class. And then shop class, history, and finally home ec, before the final bell rings. Now the game really begins. Ed and Eddie are trying to capture Double D. They're waiting for him to come through the doors. But Rolf needs a favor from Double D. And we see Rolf come out. He's got a bag. I, th- I think Rolf says, hey, please carry this. Because i got to carry this giant anvil or something. It was, it was one of his like punishment things. Well, we see Rolf coming out of the school with a, uh, with a bag. And Ed captures Rolf in the net that he has. They get Rolf out of there. He starts walking and the bag rips and out comes a typewriter and double D kind of like works his way up like, like he was a piece of paper. 
Well, Double D is running from Ed and Eddie, and he steals Kevin's bike. Like, we know what Kevin's like, and Double D's like, I'm stealing your bike. Then we see Sarah and Jimmy are having, they, they say it's an after-school carnival, but they're like, it's like they're on a, on a, in a parade, going real slow, on a float, throwing stuff at stuffed animals. Then here comes Ed and Eddie on a two-wheel cart, sometimes like referred to as a dolly. I'm going to call it a two-wheel cart just so it's not confused with like dolls. Sarah, or Eddie, or Double D, so many names going through my head right now because I wrote my notes weird. Double D, turn around, he's going the other way. Eddie and Ed are like, what's going on? They see Sarah coming, so then they turn around. Kevin takes his bike back. And Eddie grabs a hold of Double D. Double D has an umbrella, and the handle of it, it's like a hook handle, catches it on a tree limb. And Ed is going, and it's pulling the tree down. And then eventually, Eddie loses his grasp, and Double D is catapulted, and he floats away like Mary Poppins. Like, he's got the umbrella open, he just kind of floats. We see that Eddie and Ed have dug a deep, deep hole. And Double D walks up, and Eddie's like, we got you now. And Double D goes around. Eddie. 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 Oh, my gosh. I can't even say it. Eddie looks at Ed and says, you should have dug it deeper. Oh, my gosh. I don't think digging the hole deeper would have done anything. We see that Double D is running, and Eddie and Ed get the Kanker's trailer to block his path. Double D runs through it, and the Kanker's are like, what's going on? Ed and Eddie try running through, and they get caught by the Kanker's. Well, somehow, Eddie has outsmarted Double D, shows up in Double D's house. And he he finally gets a hold of Double D's little little, like, messenger bag i guess goes through it there's no report cards then we hear some like trumpet playing or like fanfare like bugle playing i think i think it's closer to a bugle than anything there's an urban ranger badge ceremony rolf is getting a badge for delivering report cards wait a minute rolf had the report cards the whole time he delivered them for double d so this whole time, all of this, get double D, get double D, get double D, it's been pointless because of a switcheroo. Yeah, so when Rolf and Double D were talking in the school, they came up with this kind of an agreement. And so Rolf gets a badge. Um, Double D gets these uh, report cards delivered. Through means of Rolf. And we see an arm come by and get Eddie. That's his dad. Arm come by and get Ed. That's his mom. And we see that Kevin is right there by Double D. And we iris in right before Kevin can beat him up. And then the quote I grabbed was, 
Here, get cracking by Eddie. And Ed says, already cracked, Eddie. That was when they were changing the grades, I believe. All right, every which way but Ed. This one gets kind of confusing because it's flashback within flashback within flashback. It's not like on the last podcast where people were remembering different things. And so we were in this flashback, which leads to this one, which leads to this one, which leads to this one. And they just kind of stack on top of each other. Double D teaches Ed about static electricity. And he's like, just shuffle your feet, touch touch someone, and you can zap them. So Ed shuffles his feet. A lot. A lot to the point where his eyebrow literally... Looks like it's electrified. To the point where light bulbs start bursting. Items are moving toward Ed. Where he is literally glowing. And when he touches Double D. There's a huge explosion and Double D's house is destroyed. Now Eddie comes in. He's got a jawbreaker. He says he scammed it from Johnny. Ed tries to eat it. But instead he gets a skunk shoved in his mouth. And so when he flashes back, he's walking home from detention. I'm going to say this right now. This is Eddie's flashback. Eddie is walking home from detention, sees Johnny. He steps in paint, and he sees that his leg is like, it's like wood now. It's that like how they color the wood, and it's got like lines in it. I, it it's almost like it's like camouflage paint, like stereotypical like cartoon stuff. He takes Plank out of Johnny's hands, and he's there disguised as Plank, trying to eat the jawbreaker. He actually eats Johnny's head for a second, and John. And then Johnny flashes back to when Rolf, or to when Plank got the chip in his head. And I said Rolf because that's the first thing I have after Johnny flashback. So when Johnny flashes back, they're at Rolf's house. Plank wants to be an engine piston, so he is in the engine of a tractor. Johnny starts it. Up and down, up and down, up and down. And then Plank tells him he wants to go faster. So Johnny presses down on the gas. The tractor takes off and everything. And then he gets a lasso, wraps it around the two, like, I think they're like exhausts on the um, top of the tractor. He pulls them, making, making the tractor go vertical. With the big end in the ground. And Plank comes out of the piston hole. Bounces around in the tractor. And then shoots off. He is launched. And we see that Rolf. Has a giant squash. Like a prize winning squash. Plank. When he is shot out of the tractor exhaust. He hits Rolf. And Rolf is in the squash. And we see that Plank is stuck in Rolf's teeth. And when. Johnny finally gets him free from Rolf's teeth. He, that plank kind of like shakes a little bit and a little chip pops out of his head. <laughs> I love what Johnny says. I want to save that for the quote. I got, I got, um, a couple of quotes, but, um, Naz goes over to help Rolf. She's like, 
Rolf, you remind me of when I was chubby. Kevin's like, when were you chubby? Oh, yeah. So now Kevin flashes back, even though um, later on, I'm just going to say this now, Eddie says Naz, Naz had a flashback. It's actually Kevin, uh, but the flashback is, is about Naz. So Kevin flashes back. All the kids are at the lake. Uh, they're swinging on a rope, jumping into the water. Kevin had a mullet. And then Naz, she's like, okay, I'm going to go next. And when she gets out, you see her in her bathing suit. Like, I literally wrote this. She reminds me of the mom from What's Eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> like, I, I started laughing. I was like, oh, my gosh. Because if you've never seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape, I haven't seen the whole movie, just part of it. But um, the mother in it, she is overweight, and she wears those, like, I think I think they're called like moo-moos. I'm not I'm not sure one hundred percent, but she she's just an overweight lady. She's wearing like this like moo-moo thing, and that's very similar to what like what Naz is wearing, like even like the design on it, and it just reminded me of that so much. I don't know. I I gotta move on. So she swings on the rope. There's a tree on a ledge. It falls over, and she lands, boom, smack down up on Kevin. All the water's gone. All the kids start laughing. And then Rolf flashes back because he remembers his, his time as a kid and the merriment. And you see him, like, there's, like, a pole with, like, a tire on the top and a goat and another goat holding a, him, and he's swinging around on that, like, and then the Ed show up. They're like, what are we doing here? And then we see that Ed has a flashback. Because he's trying to... Ed is trying to get us back to where we were. But he takes us to the wrong flashback. He gets a couple things right. He's like, there's a hole in the wall. And Eddie's over there. And then this happened. But we find out that we're being taken back to the day that... Eddie's scam messed up Jimmy's teeth. We're going to find out what finally happened to Jimmy's teeth. Um, they had a cream horn scam. And Sarah says they don't know anything about cream horns. Jimmy bites into it. It's a bowling pin. Wrecks his teeth. So Sarah, Sarah starts coming after him. And they go into another flashback. Of where Sarah's in a locker. And when she gets out, it was like boxing class or something she had. So she's got gloves on. She like really let him have it. And then Ed rewinds the flashbacks. So he goes from the school back to the alley where they ruined Jimmy's teeth. Back to Rolf's country. And he goes back, goes back, goes back. And he takes them all the way back to when the cul-de-sac is still being built. They're very young, probably like five, like three to five, maybe. Um, like maybe toddler, toddler age. And it's the day that Double D first met Ed and Eddie. And Eddie has his bottomless Ed scam. He's trying to get Double D. Double D says, no, I fell for it once. Ed drops a house on him. He comes out and they go through 
this is bottomless head yeah here's 50 cents because he can't digest the tv because that, that's what it was was ed was gonna eat a tv and he's just gonna keep eating stuff and he eddie was gonna make money off of it and so double d pays up 50 cents Ed eats the TV, and he has grabbed Eddie's shirt, so he is eating TV too. Or he's eating Ed and the TV. Ed is eating Eddie and the TV. I cannot talk. My brain is fried. Um, got a few quotes. Ed says a couple times, Zappity zap zap. Um, Johnny and his, uh, his flashback, I love this. He... Like, the chip comes out of Plank. He's like, look what you did to Plank. He's got brain damage. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Kevin, when he does his little stunt to jump in the lake, he, he's like, this is the guitar solo. Ding-a-ding-ding-ding, my ding-a-long-ding-dong. I think there's another one. Here we go. Um, Eddie says, I think Ed just flashed us backwards or something. You bet your sweet bippy I did, said Ed. And then Ed gets hit in the face with a bowling ball. And then he yells, run away, face-sucking bowling ball. All right. Boom, boom, out goes the Ed. Hopefully I can get one or two more in before I have to stop recording and then get back into it. Uh, Rolf and Kevin are watching, like, Kev Kevin thinks it's a beauty pageant, but no, Rolf, Rolf lets him know it's the most arduous field worker pageant on his little tiny, like, two-inch screen. Like, uh, we see Ed's in his chair in his basement flipping channels. Seen it. Seen it. Eddie's reading comics on Ed's bed. I would never sit on Ed's bed as disgusting as they've made it out to be in the show. And we see Double D's doing all kinds of homework. Turns out it's a home study and Eddie doesn't want to help because uh, the GP, their GP, their collective GPA would plummet. And then the electricity goes out. All the kids gather. Double D says it's a blackout. It's only temporary. Not to be scared. Double D, or, I'm sorry, Ed, claims it is underground mole mutants. The kids panic, and they believe Ed. I will say this, they believe the completely out there explanation instead of the logical explanation, and they run with it for the entire episode. He said this, so it must be true. You know, one of those things. Kevin and Rolf look to power a generator. Eddie decides he's going to scam the paranoid kids. Oh, this is how you defeat the mole mutants. Well, I'm going to make bank off of it. Um, Rolf, went, Rolf is very, like, bossy in this episode. He's, like, bossing Kevin around. Kevin, you pull the generator. Kevin, you're going to open this manhole. So he's trying to probably open the lid with plank. And then Rolf just, like... It's open, and Plank falls down the sewer. Double D, he uh, goes down in the sewer, he saves Plank, gives him back to Johnny, and he goes exploring because he hears 
Kevin and Rolf's voices. Then he falls in the water. We see that Kevin is pulling Rolf in the generator. Like Rolf is sitting on the generator while Kevin is pulling it. Much like like a cart. Then Plank has this idea that all the kids should flush their toilets all, all at the same time. So all the kids flush... They're all like... There's an episode where all the ads get ground and they're talking on this like three-way line. Like, they're talking like that through like toilet paper rolls and stuff throughout their houses. Because phones don't work. And they all flush their toilets at the same time. And when they do this, the sewers erupt. After all the sewers are done spewing all the sewer water, the lights come back on. Johnny's like, Plank's a hero, Plank's a hero. All the kids are excited because they got electricity again. Ed is worried about Double D because he finds Double D's hat, but he does not find Double D. Eddie only cares about his money. Typical. Ed is barricading himself in his room when he sees that something is coming up out of the sewer. And then in Ed's room, we see that this creature is coming out of his bathroom. And we come to find out that this creature is Double D. And Ed goes on with this comic like, we're the last humans on Earth. And Eddie chases Ed, telling him it's stupid. And they're running around the room, and Double D leaves. And then he brings his hand in and turns out the light. That's the end of Boom Boom Out Goes the Ed. And for a quote, I have Ed saying, Double D is double done for. And Eddie replies, but it's the end of the show, Ed. That was when uh, Ed found Double D's hat. Cleanliness is next to Edness. Double D's woken up by Eddie throwing Ed's shoe at him. And he's like, come on, let's go to school. Double D reveals that it's actually Saturday. Ed woke Eddie up for school on a Saturday. Double D prepares to take a shower. He gets he gets everything he needs, his loofah, his shower cap, his robe, probably a towel. And then he goes in into the bathroom, but it's gone. There's nothing there. Oh, his, his mother or father left a sticky note for him. There's renovations going on for the bathroom. And this whole time, Eddie has been mad at Ed for waking him up on a Saturday for school, which is not in session. Ed says that his stomach told him it was bottomless gravy day in the cafeteria. So he thought it was a school day. And this whole time... Ed keeps trying to apologize to Eddie. At one point, he's bothering Eddie so much, he takes one of his adult magazines and (laughs) he tapes it on the window to distract Ed. And then we see Double D is in Eddie's house randomly. He says, can I take a shower? All I need is a towel. Get out. Kicks Kicks Double D out. So Double D goes to... Le Jimmy's Beauty Salon. You can get a ketchup and mustard manicure. 
a spaghetti bath. Uh, get get your hair done, I guess. Like he goes to give Johnny a hairdo, but just like puts a wig on and starts styling the wig. Sarah is the one in charge of the appointments, and Double says, "I just want a simple shower." We got an opening in three weeks. What about today? Three weeks. Double D begs Jimmy. Double D has glued Sarah's hands to the floor of the garage that they're in. And he has something in his hand. I think it, I think it was a highlighter. No, no, it wasn't a highlighter. Um... I, th- I think he I think he grabbed a highlighter from the episode where the kids raided his house and they all went back to school. Um, he had something in his hand, and he throws it and it hits Sarah. So now, now Jimmy is scared of Double D because he attacked Sarah. Um, I think Sarah broke free. Like, she's got, like, concrete on her hands and, like, hits Double D or something. And he asks Johnny. Johnny's just like, no. So he asks Rolf, but Rolf can't hear him because he's got potatoes in his ears. He's trying to ferment potatoes in his ears. And at this point, Double D is walking around. He's... Uh, got like dirt, he's been soiled, he's looking really dirty. And then he is broken. Double D breaks a lot in this series. When I say broken, he uh, dumps trash on himself. He sees a figment of his like clean self. And his clean self is like, take a shower, take a shower, be clean. Yeah, that doesn't get through to him. So... We see Naz taking out trash, and Double D takes the trash and dumps it on himself. And Naz takes Double D inside to the bathroom, take a shower. I was like, how is he going to say no? Because all the boys are in love with Naz, and he's getting to go into her shower. She's taking pity on you, dude. So the curtain's pulled back in the shower, and Double D can't go in because there's women's clothes hanging up. There's, like, underwear on the shower head. There's a shirt hanging. on. It's, it's like, on a hanger. <laughs> so he goes outside, and Ed says that he found him. Ed and Eddie get Double D put in a tub full of water. The tub instantly turns at, like, green, like, trash color that you see in cartoons. Ed grabs a cheese grater and comes at Double D, telling him we're going to get the custard out of his belly. Actually, that is a quote. Um, he grabs the cheese grater and he says, let's get that custard out of your belly button, mister. <laughs> That's it for cleanliness is next to Edness. I am curious, Ed. Sarah and Jimmy are playing knights and dragons. Jimmy's dressed up in you know, like a dragon pajama suit, I guess. Sarah's got a bowl on her head. She's acting like she's a knight. They're running around back and forth. Then they see that Jimmy's fish, um, fish and chips, their names, uh, they notice that they had babies. 
and they want to know where do babies come from. I think we all know where babies come from. I'm going to get to that later. Kevin's playing football. He's acting like he's like he's hiking the ball to himself. He's got his helmet on. He runs into a tree to get apples for Naz. That's his way of picking apples for her, I guess. Sam and Jeremy come up. They don't know where babies come from. Naz blushes and can't stop laughing. Kevin's like, where do they come from? Oh, they grow on trees. And then Kevin and Naz leave. Johnny says, the tree part's right. The rest is nothing. He says, you got to build a nest. And then the mama bird sits on the eggs, warms them up. They hatch. And you have baby birds. And then I forget how. Let's see. Like, they're in this nest, and these, like, egg, like, zip-up eggs. And he gets rid of Johnny, and Sarah and Jimmy say, well, you want to know where kids come from, or babies come from. So he says, we're all full explain. He sets him down, gets a fire, gets a fake white beard he puts on to act like he's an elder. He's like, I'll explain to you as was explained to Rolf. You are children. Go away. Thank you. So that really didn't do them any good. Eddie has a sweater scam. He gets them from Rolf's backyard. He's like, "You are you guys tired of being cold? We'll get a sweater knitted by Granny Double D. Uh, Ed is the model. Sit, or, uh, Ed is the model. Double D is uh, knitting them. Eddie's trying to collect money. Well, they said, well, we don't want sweaters. We want to know where uh, babies come from. Ed says they come from storks. Eddie says he wants 50 cents. Then he'll talk to Sarah and Jimmy. They go to the garage and they pay 50 cents. I think they paid 50 cents. I don't remember. Um, then he tells them that belly buttonlet, if you don't clean it out of your belly button and dispose of it, that the lint grows, and it eventually turns to a baby. And that they feed on, like, table scraps and trash and stuff. And that's why they smell bad, and I don't know. And then Buzzy Double B comes in. It's Double D dressed as a bee. Double D educates as to how many eggs a queen bee can lay. And we see that the, the eggs are arguing over who's right. Well, Eddie just wants his money. Double D's like, get over yourself. It's our duty as the as the elder kids to, you know, pass our knowledge on. And Ed keeps going on about storks. And this devolves into like a th Three Stooges-esque, like, uh, Ed hits Eddie. Double D hits... Eddie, but the way he hits him causes Ed to fall on Eddie or something. I don't know. And so Sarah and Jimmy decided to go make bun pies. Ed grabs Eddie by the shirt, the back of his shirt, and he grabs him with his teeth. And he flaps his arms and he starts flying. And then he drops Eddie down a chimney. He's like, see? Storks. Dolly's like, how are you flying? And Ed's like, like this. And then he falls out of the sky. And the quote I have is from Ed. There, there, Double D. It is not your fault that you are so useless. If I may re-irritate, babies come from storks. 
Like I said, I was going to say where babies come from. Storks. No speak to Ed. It's lunchtime at school. Eddie has a moon rock scam. It's chewed up bubblegum. He's like, you want some moon rocks, man? Yeah, I got these straight from the moon. The urban rangers are delivering mail from their international pen pals. Come to find out that Double D has a Norwegian friend and Eddie has a Korean friend. When I was doing my notes, I wrote fan. Just a little bit of behind the scenes for you. Um, Ed got a music box. We, we never know where Ed's friend is from throughout the episode, which makes it a little bit interesting. Uh, he gets a music box, he plays it, and Rolf, he hears the music, and he gets angry. He destroys the music box. Eddie's like, let's send some moon rocks to my pen pal. Ed, he gets a wolf towel from his pen pal. Double E cracks him, it's a wolf pelt, not a towel. Ed, Ed wears the wolf pelt, acts like a wolf, scratches by the ears, howls. Rolf has a flashback. It's like very like... You know how in shows, like someone's like flashing back to war, like this is what it was like, and they actually like, they start doing it in, you know, present time? Uh, it was like that. Rolf has a flashback to when he's a kid being chased by somebody dressed as a wolf or something. And when he comes back to reality, he's attacking Ed because he's dressed like a wolf. Then we see that Eddie gets a letter with um, money in it. It's a foreign currency that he's like, oh, which is really weird because he just sent off moon rocks that same day that he got a reply. And that, again, that same day he gets another reply. What kind of mailing system do they got? Rolf lures Ed with a chicken. Now it's up to Ed, or I'm sorry, Double D, Ed. So Double D and Eddie to go find Ed and save him. They go to Rolf's. Double D turns off a a, um, a faucet. And the ground opens up like a trap door. And Double D and Eddie tumble all the way down. We see that Ed's in a cage and Rolf is on a throne in darkness with two like pillars of fire. Which doesn't make any sense. How could there be pillars of fire, but it's dark? Eddie Eddie says, what's he going to do? Stick eels down our pants again? Reference back to when him and Rolf dueled. Um, after the Rolf, they put eels down their pants. Um... Rolf takes the Eds, ties up Double D, ties up Eddie, and he's trying to get Ed to talk. And all Ed says is, Hi, Rolf. Then Johnny delivers some mail to Double D. And Double D's like, uh, I got this from my Norwegian pen pal. Uh, her name's Gerda. Wait, Gerda, the goat milker? That's what Rolf says. So Rolf knows Double D's pen pal. Is he from Norway? Then we see that she sent a feather duster. And Rolf loses his mind. He starts laughing hysterically. He's like, it's the feather duster of, of pranking or something. Double D's pen pal has done all of this as a prank. She... 
sent the music box. She sent the uh, uh, the wolf pelt. Made Rolf lose his mind. All for a prank. Well, Rolf knows how he's going to get her back. He puts the ads in the suitcase and stamps it to mail it to Norway so that they can get there and shave her legs. That's the end of the episode. And I got a couple of quotes. I love this one from Rolf because to me it just sounds like gibberish. A dog has raised its hind leg on the age of nevermore. Heed, Rolf, do not get involved, ill-advised dead boy, lest your pomegranate shrivel in the cold of the dark sea. I really have no idea what that means. Uh, a little back and forth between Eddie and Ed. What makes you so special? I eat cereal, Eddie. Cool hand, Ed. Kids are in class. Ed's throwing stuff. Eddie's watching the clock. Finally, the bell rings. And I was like, oh, it's time for them to get out of school. Nope, gym class. Double D can't do any pull-ups. Ed is helping Eddie cheat at it. Eddie tells Double D he wants to break out. Eddie fakes jump roping. Ed flosses with it. Double D didn't really do anything. And we... And Eddie sniffs out Johnny, who's holding Plank, standing behind Double D to where, like, he's scrunched in like nobody can see him because he wants in on this, right? Well, it's not exactly Johnny. It's Plank that wants to escape. The Eds and Johnny act like nothing is happening while they're lifting weights. And they're finally like, all right, at lunch, we'll rendezvous. We'll get our plan in motion. We see Eddie sweeping in the gym. Kevin goes in the locker room. Ed is in the shower where Kevin is. He is camouflaged to look like the shower wall. And he sees Kevin's clothes. And we see Eddie sneaking into the wood shop where Sarah is making this like, you know, those like animals with the like spinny propeller things. Hers is a dog. Uh, Eddie's behind a book cart and I just happen to notice the names of these uh, these um, book titles. Fly Fishing 101, Invisibility, Bulldogs, Duckies in the Mist, and my favorite, How to Escape by Owl Be Gone. Hmm. A little Easter egg for the episode there. Uh, we see the cankers are at lunch. Johnny's stealing everyone's silverware. And we see there's like like a hole. Well, not really like a hole, but like an opening. People, like just Stuff's just being thrown up there on the roof. Turns out, Double D, with all of that random assortment of stuff, built a plane. So they can fly off the roof and back into the neighborhood. Naz goes into the library to have Double D sign a petition for cuter janitors. She wants cute guys as janitors because she thinks it'd be really neat. Then the alarm goes off and I I wrote, cheese it. <laughs> Eddie's like, oh no, we've been found out. So the plane's not exactly done. Eddie's getting it going. Ed's in the back. Johnny climbs on. And as it's taking off, 
Double D grabs onto the back of it. There's too much weight, so the plane's not really getting a go. So he drops Johnny and Plank. The plane starts taking off. Double D's sweater snags a limb, and the plane goes, and then eventually it's shot straight back. It crashes into the school building, and the heads are laying there on the stoop. School dismisses, and all the kids, like Nez and Kevin and Rolf, walk on them. That's the end of Cool Hand Ed. I don't know what was up with the clothes, why they had to get clothes from the shower. You didn't even see the silverware. I don't know why Eddie was in the shop class, maybe to get a couple things, but maybe tools. Yeah, they didn't really, like, piece that together very well. Like, oh, they're getting stuff from everywhere, and it's like, we have a plane! And, uh, got some quotes. Uh, first one. Yeah, Eddie, this school will tell Sarah, and Sarah will tell Mom, and Mom will tell Dad, and Dad will just sit there and watch TV! And a hamburger by any other name would be as cheesy. Another quote by Ed. And in a third quote by Ed, My name is Ed. Fly me. Too smart for his own Ed. Uh, Spelling bee night. Johnny says Plank has been practicing so Double D doesn't stand a chance. Rolf is training training with Jimmy. Um, Rolf spells W-O-T-H. Respuck. Jimmy's got a book and it says watch. I thought Ed was eating a dictionary. So I looked down to write a quick note. And no, Eddie is stuffing the pages into Ed's ears. Helping him cram for the spelling bee. Um, Yeah, and not the best. Eddie made a bet... (laughs) Yeah, he flat out tells Double D that he made a bet that Ed would win. He's like, Double D, you gotta take a dive. Take a dive in the third round. Well, it's time for the spelling bee. Naz hosts. It's Double D, Ed, Rolf, and Plank competing. And here are the words. And what happens? Double D, cerebral. Spells it correctly. Plank, deciduous. Only Johnny can hear him. So he gets a buzzer out of time. He's eliminated. Rolf, colonial. He panics, yells something about it being a monkey ritual, smacks the microphone stand and walks off stage. Ed got ectoplasm. Okay, so Double D and Ed are tied. This round will decide it all. Double E is given the word gravy. G-R-A-V-I. I mean, why? Nope. Ed, can you spell gravy? G-R-A-V-Y. Ed wins! Johnny sets a trap for Naz. Um, when Plank was ruled out of time, he calls her a wood hater. Says that he got it right. This becomes a thing throughout the episode. Well, a couple of times. Then we see Ed is in Double D's locker. 
Sarah drags him away. He, he thinks he's going to get beat up or something. Sarah asks Ed for math help for Jimmy. Doubley's like, uh, I, I can help. No, you can't. You're stupid. You can't spell gravy right. Then Eddie's like, I got a scam. You know, if you want homework help from Egghead Ed, 25 cents. And the kids are all going to Ed for help. We see that in the next scene that Double D is defeated by a door. He's broken by trash and defeated by door. It says pull on it, but he keeps pushing it. Ed spells it out for him and helps him. Uh, the kids are mad because the help they got from Ed made them all fun- uh, flunk. Ed and Eddie run away, but kids catch up, beat him up. Eddie runs after the kids because he wants to split the money. And Double D tells Ed he's very proud of him for winning the spelling bee. Like, he just never said it before, but he did now. So they go back to Ed's house. And I'm going to tell you for what in the quote. Then we see that Johnny has trapped Naz, dug a hole, she stepped right in. Like, put, like, leaves and stuff on it, I guess. And she fell right in. He's like, I can't stay mad at you. Helps her out. He says, do you want to hold hands? Like, it's all eager. She's like, no. What? You don't like bald kids, too? <laughs> what, hater? Hate bald kids, too? <laughs> so, when they go to Ed's house, Ed says, cookies at my house, Double D, with lots of mayonnaise. Can't make this stuff up. That's what he says. Well, I mean, someone had to make it up for the show. But, I mean, like, like you couldn't make that up in real life. Who's minding the Ed? Ed and Eddie are looking through a hole in the fence. See, like, we see that like, Kevin's raking. I thought it was, like, Naz in a bikini or something. Like, Ed's being, Eddie's being a pervert again. Um, Kevin's raking leaves. And they throw Johnny over the fence to distract Kevin. And Ed and Eddie jump in the pile of leaves and they bring Double D with them. Uh, Kevin chases them off. The Eds are in the alley and Rolf shows up in a tux. And he just grabs Ed, takes him back to his house and starts giving him instructions. Uh, we come to find out that he's put Ed in charge of taking care of his animals. While he goes to a family reunion. And then Ed, after Rolf leaves... He plays the flute. Animals follow. So is he kind of like a Pied Piper? Like a Pied Piper for animals? The Eds and the animals are in Ed's kitchen. Eating and it's big mess. And Sarah. Sarah gets mad. Yells at him. So then they all go downstairs. And Ed's like, okay, we're playing fireman. Something runs around, grabs a hose. Fills his room with water. Sarah opens the door and he see or she sees like the room is like full of water and Ed's just kind of like standing there, and then the water just comes out and washes him. Washes just, uh, I think Sarah was on like a washing machine, and Ed like floats by on the water and bumps into it. And she goes in the room to see what's going on, and Double D has taped animals to the ceiling. And the t- tape conveniently 
doesn't work as soon as she as soon as Sarah goes away. We come to find out that Rolf is back to get his animal. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh Sarah goes in there after um the Eds and the animals are hiding in the bathtub. Sarah opens a closet door and there's nothing but sandwiches. And she's pulling sandwiches out. And they the heads of the animals sneak past. I think I'm missing a note here. The animals, Double D, and Eddie are all upstairs. Ed isn't. And Rolf takes his animals back. And Ed is running around like he's so excited. He wants to play another game with his friends, the animals. Double D can't bear to tell Ed what happened. And when he does get the nerve... Eddie's just like, Rolf came back, took his animals. So Ed is sad, and he has pictures from the day in frames. How did he get pictures of him with the animals? How did he get them so fast? How did he get them framed? I don't think they have a Polaroid. They might. They did in one episode. But these look like, like what you would like. Like if you had a disposable camera, you'd have to go get those pictures developed. It's like that. I guess that's the best way for me to explain it. Well, Eddie has a cuddly friend in mind for Ed. Double D dressed as a rabbit. Like rabbit pajamas. Like not as obnoxious as the ones in, in, a, in a Christmas story. Well, Double D can't get away. Ed is petting Double D. And Double D tries to get out the window, and Ed pulls him back in, and Eddie decides to make it a scam. 25 cents to pet the bunny. Uh, I got some quotes. Rolf's talking to Ed, and Ed says, I, I can do that, Rolf, for I am the best job I can be. Rolf goes to leave. Break like the wind, Rolfie. And Ed, when he's playing fireman, it's a four sausage fire, Double D. Pick an Ed. Eddie gets another detention for him and Double D. And we have come to find out that on the wall by the water fountain, someone wrote, Eddie is a no-neck chump. Then we cut to Double D working in Lost and Found. Eddie comes in. He wants a disguise to find out who wrote that on the wall. And he takes some clothes, a wig, and he goes behind a door, comes out. He doesn't fool Double D. But he fools Ed. Ed's like, oh, I got a new friend. And this new friend's name is Carl. Ed's got a friend in Carl. And he's like, Eddie's going to want to meet you, Carl. Rolf is looking at like failed tests or failed homework or something. He sees Carl. Carl's like, I'm new here. He's like, finally, someone who can share in my despair. And then Carl gets hit with a football and it looks like he caught it. So Kevin invites Carl to play football. And I think it was Johnny's like, we have to dogpile on the new kid. So all the kids dogpile on him. Ed is worried for Eddie. And the kids are like, yeah, Eddie's gone. Sweet. So now Eddie's getting paranoid that the kids like like him as Carl. Carl and the kids walk upstairs and someone wrote on the wall that they crossed out Eddie's name and wrote Carl. So Carl is the no-neck chump now. 
and it freaks him out. He runs off and all the kids are like, what's his problem? Is he okay? Ed is crying, like legit crying over Eddie now. Like he is like super sad that he can't find Eddie. And now Eddie comes disguised as Hugo. And then someone wrote Hugo on the wall. And now Eddie is in a dress calling himself Suzette. And Plank discovers that Suzette is actually Eddie. And this facade is, I was writing a note so I didn't see it, but something hit Eddie. So he's, so now all he's in is his underwear. Kevin's like, he's so desperate. And Ed carries off Eddie. Doubly washed off the names he wrote, Hugo, Carl. Uh, they never actually had the name Suzette on the wall. When he goes to wash it off, the Eddie is a no-neck chump stays there. So now Eddie, or no, uh, Ed is going around trying to introduce Eddie to Carl. And Eddie tries to pull away. He's like, Ed's like, nope, he won't let Eddie go. That's the end of the episode. We find out, or we never find out who wrote that on the wall. It's a mystery. I don't know if... I don't think it ever comes back either. So that was kind of very like unsatisfying because I really wanted to know who wrote that. Got a quote from Ed. Look, a new kid. My name is Ed, friend. Well, it's just Ed, not Ed, friend. I am Ed and you are friend. So then he gets cut off. And then I got a quote from Johnny. We're playing hockey and you can be shortstop. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with Johnny. He even goes around, he's like, one potato, two potato, three potato, four. Hits uh, Kevin with a ball. Runs off, he's like, it's a home run. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Truth or Ed. The kids are lined up and Eddie is taunting Kevin and Rolf. I I thought they were playing dodgeball. Uh, Rolf throws the ball, hits Eddie. Then we find out they're picking teams for basketball. Uh, Kevin's team consists of himself, Naz, and Johnny. Rolf's team consists of himself, Ed, and Plank. They're playing the ball. Ed catches it with his teeth, and he pops the ball. Double D's just smiling at Eddie. And I wrote my note weird. It looks like Double D just smile at Double D. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Uh, We come to find out he's the new editor for the school paper called The Tadler. Not to be confused with a episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Double D is typing, and when the printing press drops a paper, he makes sure it's neat. So if there's any paper that, like, falls at the skew, he lines it up nice and perfect. And on the printing printing press machine... um, it says AKA 1957, which is an Easter egg for AKA Cartoons, which is um, the studio that did Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And I think it was founded in 1957. They're not making any money off of these headlines or anything that Double D's writing. Like, he wrote that the janitor got a new mop. So Eddie rushes Double D out to 
get the scoop on like the world's largest doily that the knitting club's doing. Now he is going to make the newspaper into like one of those like tabloid papers. Under the name Bobby Blabby, he uh, there's a story wrote about mutants living on Ed's head mining for bubble gum. And there's a book cart. And this one with the books, um, I don't think these these weren't really like references or like hidden Easter eggs, but I wrote them down anyway. Um, finding the florist, there's a math book, uh, mundane mathematics, stools for sitting on, reference guide, and cartooning four, fun and profit four like the number four. Eddie takes these books throws them up, they get tore up by the fan, which I've never seen a schoolroom with a fan in it, like an overhead fan. He's taking the ripped pages, and he's like, words together, and he puts them on, and he's like, there's a new headline. There's like, um, something about a fork boy. Fork boy found, or fork boy created, or something like that. There's a uh, new paper going around with all these, like, tabloid headlines. Um, Naz got kicked off the cheerleading team for having hairy legs. Sarah's part of, like, a monkey face megaphone race or something. Uh, Kevin's got spandex bicycle shorts collected under his mattress. Um, There's something about Rolf. There's something about Johnny. Something about Jimmy, I think. The article for Sarah really upsets her. Rolf, when he goes to buy one of these, he pulls money out of a pocket in his underwear. He's wearing, like, tidy-whitey underwear, like, not boxers. So, his underwear has pockets, and he's got money in those pockets randomly. All All the kids, they buy into the fake articles, what's being said about them, like, Kevin's got an issue with Rolf, and Rolf is arguing back with Kevin, and something was said about Johnny, but he don't he don't care. Um, Naz is mad at Sarah. Sarah's mad at Naz for what she says, and at least you know it led it led to like arguments and fights. So the kids decided let's go after Bobby Blabby. So uh, Double D comes in after unsuccessfully uncovering this like giant doily thing and all the kids come in there double d's like all the money goes back to the school you know it's non-profit all the kids corner double d it's like okay mr editor who's writing all this and eddie is sneaking away with his money and a runner throughout this episode was ed kept calling him the wrong names like billy bobbermouth or something you know like calling like silly names like that and he's like, I forget what he says, but he's like, yeah, but it was all, it's all Billy Babber. He's like, that's Bobby Bab, uh, Bobby Blabby. And he exposes himself. And the kids get their revenge. They beat him up. And then we see that there has been one person to join the knitting club. And that is Eddie. And he is knitting a giant doily. That's the end of. Truth or Ed, 
this was too good to pass up. Uh, Eddie says, where's the scandal? That's what sells papers. Yep, because sandals are baked fresh daily, Double D. And Ed takes a bite of a sandal after he says that. Like it's a cookie. All right, this won't hurt an Ed. Nurse assistant, Double D, first thing I wrote. Because you see Double D is holding up like an ID. It says, nurse's assistant, Edward. Ed and Eddie are in there. And then... Eddie's, like, cleaning his ear with that, like, tongue depressor. Ed's got the uh, blood pressure cuff around his head, and he squeezes it until it starts floating. Well, they decide they're going to leave because it's Whopper Wiener Wednesday. And they go out in the hall, and it's we see that Kevin has got 100 free throws in a row. So he gets a trophy. All the kids love him. They praise him. Eddie's jealous of Kevin. And then Ed says, can they do this? And he takes a glove and he somehow shoots himself like a bow and arrow. And he hits this uh, shelf and he causes all these vials to scatter. Eddie looks at Kevin's personal file. Sees that Kevin's afraid of needles. Then we cut to the lunchroom. Kevin shows off getting his lunch. And we see that Ed and Eddie, while being Eddie being yelled at by Double D, they dress up like nursing assistants in order to prank Kevin. And says it's says that they missed somebody, and it's booster shot day. All the kids are getting worried. Kevin straight up faints. And the kids leave, and then Ed runs away because he doesn't want to be around the needles either. Kevin's in the bathroom. He is petrified. Like, he's trying to wash his face, trying to calm down. He can't do it. And he sees uh, he sees them talking about Needle. And he escapes up into a vent. Then Ed pokes his head up into a vent. And he's got, like, it looks like a needle on one side. And the syringe part that holds the medicine on the other. The little headband. He's like... He's like, yep, I got my booster shot. Like, that's what he looks like. And Kevin comes down out of the vent. And we see that Johnny, in the middle of the hallway, drops his pants and says that he's next for booster shot. Double D's like, wait, it's not booster shot day. We see that Naz is calling your mom like, mom, I love you. I Nothing's going to happen, but just in case... And Sarah's exaggerating, like, I, I hear it can go all the way through a tractor tire. And Rolf is pleading, like, take these, take these olives, don't give me the shot. Then we see that Eddie has scared Kevin into the into a corner. He's got this giant, like, it's like a trash can with a golf club. And it looks like a giant, like a huge giant syringe. When Bell, Double D comes in and ruins Eddie's fun. He's like, nope, there's no booster shot today. And he's, like, letting him have it. And the kids all come out of the gym. They're all afraid. Now, Kevin's not scared of Eddie's prank anymore, now that he knows it's a prank. Double D is in between Kevin and Eddie. Says, here's an idea. Instead of just beating him up, here's an idea. So, 
Kevin gets to be a witness to help, to help him overcome his of uh, his fear of needles. He gets to witness Eddie getting a booster shot. And they go in there. Eddie is tied to Ed. Ed runs away. Eddie runs away. Ed's like, I hate needles. Eddie hates needles too. So we find out that Kevin, Ed, and Eddie all hate needles. And the kids don't want to get booster shots. Um, that's the end of This Won't Hurt Ned. Um, I didn't really have a good quote. Uh, so when Ed scares Kevin, he, he says, Needle, brain, ouch. Uh, that's it for that. On my next podcast, I'm going to do the second half of season five. And there's two episodes for season six. It's really, really stupid. I'm just going to keep going in iTunes order. Watch them all the way down. So that'll be for May. Or released in May. I kind of like doing this. Just kind of like going with the flow when I can do things. Instead of just like, I have to do this, release it by this date. Do this, release it by that date. I'm just kind of going with the flow right now. Um, especially with my work schedule. Yeah, just the second half of season five. I want to do the two episodes for season six. Then after that, going to do the movie. I've got plans for that. And then I will be done with Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So the finish line is in sight. After that, I will be doing Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Like what it is, who's in it, where you can find it. Um, The weird thing is, Ed and Eddie, it's not really, I don't think it's on a streaming service. Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell is, so it'll be a little bit easier for me to watch, for you guys to watch if you you want to. Um, It's not everybody's cup of tea. I still think it's a freaking hilarious show. think that's really it I don't know if I can do any nope I can't I was trying to get to my list of where I can tell you that the podcast is located I'm just gonna try to do it from memory if I forget one I forget one anchor of course apple podcasts google podcasts breaker Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, Spotify. I mean, of course, it's in other episodes. Well, I won't go all the way back because um, I actually used to do this on Podbean. It's not on Podbean anymore. Um, yeah, man, I it's hard doing this from memory. It really is. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at EPSOFTV. I do tweet non-podcast related things, things that may make people mad. So if you follow me, you don't like it, just don't follow me. Don't say you're going to block me and stuff because there's no point in that. No point in telling me what you're going to do. Ask the guy that, uh, 
said he was gonna follow unfollow and block me. Got mad when I did it to him. Then he, yeah, he he got mad that I did what that I beat him to the punch of what he was gonna do. Just because we didn't see eye to eye on something. You can email me, epsoftv at gmail.com. I'm looking for a co-host. If you want to be a guest, you like it, you want to try for being a co-host, we can sync up schedules and work everything out. Email me. Send me a DM on Twitter. Please make it more than just one word. Please actually tell me that, hey, I want to be a guest. Hey, I want to, I want to cover this with you, you know. I think that's really it. Doing this from memory really stinks. Oh, the podcast will start becoming more explicit after Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So that is something to be wary of. Missed a heads up. So find the show on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. Pocket Casts. Um, follow me on Twitter at EPSOFTV. Send me an email at EPSOFTV at gmail.com. And next time I will be going over the last half of season five and the entirety of all two episodes of season six on the next episodes of television. Hey, everybody, you're listening to some of the older episodes of the episodes of television podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I do want to let you in on some information as the podcast has changed over the last, I don't know, year and almost two years that I've done this. Um, The podcast is no longer available on Podbean. It is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. And I am no longer on Twitter. Um, I deleted the Twitter back in like... June, I think. June 2020, I believe. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on to the, um, the information that I give out at the end of the podcast, how much it has changed. And I didn't really want to go through and chop out little tiny pieces of the podcast and repost them when I can just add this. It's so, so much easier. Um, Again, no longer on Podbean, no longer on Twitter. Um, On Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Uh, If you want to keep listening, thank you so very much for listening. I do appreciate it. Thank you.